ಪ್ರಸನ್ನೇರುಣಾವತಾರೆ ದಿವ್ಯೋಜ್ವಲದ್ಯಜಗತ್ಜನೇತ್ರೀ ಕಲ್ಯಾಣಕಾರಿಣೀ ವರಾಭಯೋದಾನಶೀಲೆ ಮಾತರ್ವಿರಾಜ ಸತತ ಮಮಿತ್ ಸರೋಜೆ ಓಂ ಶಾಂತಿ 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 ಓ ಗಾಡೆಸ್ ವಿತ್ ದ ಗ್ರೇಷಿಯಸ್ ಮೈಲ್ ಓ ಅವತಾರ ಕಂಪ್ಯಾಶನ್ ಯು ಶೈನ್ ವಿತ್ ಡಿವೈನ್ ಗ್ಲೋ ಓ ಮಾದರ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಥ್ರೀ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಯು ಟೇಕ್ ಕೇರ್ ಆಫ್ ಅವರ್ ವೆಲ್ಫೇರ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ರಿಮೂವ್ ಅವರ್ ಫಿಯರ್ ಓ ಮಾದರ್ ಡ್ವೆಲ್ ಫಾರ್ ಎವರ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಲೋಟಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಮೈ ಹಾರ್ಟ್ ಓಂ ಶಾಂತಿ 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 ಪೀಸ್ 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 ಸೊ ಆರ್ ಟಾಪಿಕ್ ಟುಡೇ ಈಸ್ ವರ್ಷಿಪ್ ಆಫ್ ಮಾದರ್ ಆ್ಯಸ್ ಗಾಡೆಸ್ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಯೆಸ್ಟರ್ಡೇ ವರ್ಷಿಪ್ಡ್ ದ ಡಿವೈನ್ ಮಾದರ್ ಸೊ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಗುಡ್ ಟು ಥಿಂಕ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ದಟ್ ವಾಟ್ ವಿ ವರ್ಷಿಪ್ಡ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವಾಟ್ how it has continuing from time almost prehistoric time this worship of the divine mother as a student of vedanta we naturally look at this that that uh, the very first question is that where this universe came from if the truth is absolute one and without it second and that is absolute then how this universe of duality and multiplicity came in is a very fundamental question and this question was in the heart of the ancient people even much earlier than anywhere in the world we find that in the this question came in the upanishads of course that is a much developed state but before that this thought of mother worship was very prevalent the ishara the lord god is thought as god as father that is very common but god as mother and is so much pleasing and so much lovingly worship for ages together that's very interesting to know so the question came philosophically question that absolute non dual truth which is beyond time beyond space and causation beyond all limitation how this world of diversity with so much of name and form so much of varieties of reality appearing in this world where did it come from so therefore we know vedanta talks about it is maya it is ignorance through ignorance we are seeing things and maya can go away maya is not eternal maya is momentary so long we are ignorant maya is there and when we will be illumined maya will leave us and we'll see the truth face to face so we are divine now also divine 
all the time divine, all the time pure self, only some covering of ignorance or not knowing. It's called the power of Maya, the Shakti, that has covered our vision to obstruct the reality. Now, this Maya is Vedantic analysis, it is an appearance, and Maya is said it has the potential power, it is called the Shakti. In Vedanta itself, Shakti, and what it is power? To Aghatana Ghatana Potiyasi, it can create what is impossible possible. And it is not eternal, but as a flow, it goes on continuously, appears to be all the time there. To the ignorant, it is there. To the illumined, it is only an appearance. And to living in that level of absolutism, there is no function of the duality obstructing their experience. But Maya, according to Vedanta, Maya has no beginning. Brahman also, the absolute, has no beginning. That's, that part is common. Vedanta says Maya, Brahman has no end. It is the only reality. It is permanent and absolute and complete. Now, it has no end, but Maya, Maya has an end. When it ends, ends for one individual, not for the whole lot of people. Those who are illumined people, for them Maya is off, Maya is gone. That means Maya has an end. But Brahman has no end. So the distinction in Vedanta is that Maya is appearance, it is not real, it is only appearance and it is misunderstood one thing for the other and that confusion goes away, then you see the truth. But this Mahamaya concept, the mother, divine mother concept is something little different. Mahamaya is not ending. It does not end, it continues. That Maya, Mahamaya, maha the power and the, the person and its power are identical. The object and its potential, say two things are the continuously there, you cannot separate out. Musician and the music of that person cannot be separated. You cannot keep the music in a table and the musician here sitting. It is a constantly, sometimes it manifests music, sometimes does not. So Brahman is like that, it is absolute, it is there all the time, but Maya, Mahamaya, Mother, it is not that he is separating. Sometimes it moves on and sometimes it becomes silent. So this is the formation of that absolute non-dual reality into the duality is coming is not something extra somewhere it came from and it appeared and disappeared it's not like that it is the same reality manifests sometimes musician calm and musician singing they cook cooking and not his 
she, she or she is doing something else. So it is the power and whose power they are all identified. Shakti, Shaktiman, Aveda. That is the philosophy Sri Ramakrishna said. Shakti and Shaktiman are Aveda. The, it is non-different. Shakti, the power and whose power they are no two different. You cannot separate out. So it is like looking at the infinite ocean. We look at the ocean. Ocean is calm and quiet and ocean is turbulent and wavy. When you see, we see the wave and its, its turbulence or its softness or its sweetness. But is it anything else but the ocean? And all this play goes on, we think, oh my god, what a tsunami. Tsunami is only turbulence on the surface. How much is the ocean? How big is the ocean? In comparison to the tsunami, there is little amount of water which has been, in comparison to the ocean, the portion of water, little portion has been manifested as turbulence, name and form and its action and there is violent action, there is good action. There is sweet action, people go and on the, what you call, the skiing. No, not skiing, what is that? In the waters, sure, surfing. <laughs> so how enjoyable they go and play on the water and jump and go and one after another and uh, there's a fun. Always that. And when it is heavy and turbulent, then you know is breaking the shore and flooding the country and destroying this and that and that, sweeping over the range of area. So that is the power which is hidden manifesting in good ways and in bad ways, Shakti. For, for the ocean it is a fun, but we is a problem. We like the sweet part and when sour part comes we cannot take it. Because it is not fun for us, we are, we, we are so differentiated from that absolute reality. That is called the ignorance in which we are. So, Getting this example, these are very uh, easy to understand the what is the philosophy which talks and Shakta philosophy we call about and Vedanta philosophy. Shakta and Vedanta has no fight. One is the conclusive idea, another is the practical idea. How to use in our day to day life. Uh, we are people suffering we are crying, we are weeping, we are this and we, we need some peace, some solace, some love, love, affection, protection. Then we need a mother. That feeling is inherent in us and we need to worship that power in that way. It is the power of the Brahman, the absolute one, it is an, and it is Brahman only but manifesting in this world of diversity. So it is how to cross the ocean of the suffering of duality to worship. That's why it is said, do worship, do worship, mother. And it is God, is called Nirguna, is beyond all qualities, Nirakara, without any form, is absolute, it is Satchidananda. But it is beyond all attributes and it is one. Like the fire, 
and its power to burn. The power to burn is there inherent in the fire, you cannot separate them out. Similarly, he gave rise to then some, but in dualistic worship people give emphasis of the manifestation of the divine in, in different ways, some give emphasis that power is manifested as Shiva, they call Saibism, that power manifested as Lord Vishnu, Narayana, Vaishnavism, uh, that is why manifested as mother we call Durga, Kali, Saraswati, these are the way of worship. According to the temperament of the individual aspirant and, and same deity sometimes is worshipped in different names and, and we worship, we create a relationship with God then and like a mother, like father, like brother, like sister, like friend, uh, like our um, sweetheart. So all types of relationships they make so that the connection comes and ultimately connection with mother means connection with the Brahman, it goes through that channel. So you find that uh, mother as goddess is found about 80 times in the Rig Veda. Aditi, the name of mother Aditi is mentioned about 80 times in the Rig Veda. That means how much it was popular to worship God as Aditi mother. She is the mother of God, gods. An entire nature manifests out of heart and manifested and yet to manifest. That is why you find in the earliest of the Rig Vedas there is Durga Shuktam. Durga Shuktam it says that it says that I Aham Rudrevi Basubhis Charami Aham Adittai Uta Vishu Devaihi Aham Mitra Burunaya Bhuvivarmi Aham Indra Aham Agni Aham Ashinova I move with roaring, howling and radiant might. I move with infinite nature's powers. I hold the love of the Lord of Lords. I hold the fire of the soul. I hold life and healing. So it is I, the Divine Mother. She is as if she is appearing and to the devotees talking that I, I am the prime force. Brahman cannot do anything. That is why only to want, you are in the duality, you want to come out of that duality, so please me, you have to go through me only, I am in that door. So you cannot just surpass me, you cannot go around, there is no way out. So therefore he says, Ahang Rashtri, Shangamani, Vasunang, Chikitasi, etc. I possess the sacred portion and weld, the power to create. I possess the power to create to nourish and give, that is my power. Brahman cannot do anything, they cannot create, nourish, sustain, destroy, nothing. It is, it is the reality. Therefore, you are in the realm of duality, so you are under me. So worship me, I am the power. So it is arrogant, no? I am the power, I am the power. Yes, but it is the truth, how ignorant people will believe it unless it is said like that, no? Strongly it should be expressed that the Devi Shukta beautifully announces that I am the power behind everything 
I possess the sacred portion and wealth, the power to create, to nourish and give. Indeed, I strengthen him who sacrifices for me, the mindful one, the generous him who serves. I am the queen, gatherer of abundance. You want abundance in money and wealth and prosperity? Worship me, I am the power. Knowing and wise, always supreme in worship, divine powers appointed my, by me in places. Uh, so, I have appointed different gods and goddesses. My, my, I am the mother, I am the controller. I did everything. It is my power is manifesting through. One power man channelized in different ways. No, that is, That's a Hindu worships of the rain god, fire god, earth god. So everywhere is god, 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 god. But these are the power of the one divine mother's power that which manifested from absolute non-dualism to the manifested universe it is called the mother. The divine powers appointed by me in all places. Maya so annamati japipashyati japraniti who has a breathing, who has, which has any life force. It is me. Things you know, ti uktam amantavo mangtavakshyanti aspect of the Rig Veda. So, so he says that the divine powers appointed me at different places. And I have many house homes. I enter many forms. These are homes. It is she who is entered into every name and form. It is nothing but that divine mother. So she says, Amantabamangtavakshyanti sruti sruta sraddhivang te badami. So what? Nothing in in a human performance is beyond my power. She says, through my power, the man of judgment may eat. And whoever breathes or hears the spoken word, unknowingly there abide in me. In truth, I speak. Hear, O holy people. I alone utter the word of truth, the word that brings enjoyment to gods and men alike. All the sound has come from me. The word spoken, it's me. All the men I love, if I, I love someone, uh, to him do I give power. Uh, that's why you all worship power, isn't it? A, power, a powerful speaker, a powerful teacher, a powerful doctor, a powerful politician, all follow, where is the manifestation of power? It says, it's my power, I have, uh, some way I am pleased with you, so I give that power. That means you want anything, come to me. Don't spoil your energy running here and there. Worship me as mother, the divine. I make a person a divine, a seer and a sage. You want this worldly power? Okay, you come to me. You want spiritual power, emancipation, freedom, experience? Come to me. I will give it. That's why even Sankaracharya says, no? In the Annapurna Stotram, he prays to Divine Mother, Oh Mother, remove my covering that separates me from you. You are the open thy door, 
oh mother sami ji says i am tired oh my eh? oh mother open thy door so open thy gate so you she is the giver of the divine power and he she makes one a seer and says i stretch the bow of him who drives out evil she says i am the bow you want to drive out anything evil from your life come to me i am the bow i will do it for you that arrow may strike wisdom's enemy that means i any wisdom it is me the light i am the consciousness i am the the good will that is given it is me so that's why chandi if we read the chandi you find that how she is openly saying i am in everything i am memory i am forgetfulness i am your hunger i am your so whatever is there mother 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 i create among men strife and contention you see i create contention i create strife among people no it is my will man i am playing with me that's it's my play i am in everywhere that means what if i am everywhere i am playing with me it's my fun where you come from you bring your ego and you you suffer <laughs> mother is pointing out to this that i am the only force working in the whole cosmos in love in hatred in fight in uh, peace it is me i am the source of all i feel both earth and heaven with my presence i am the that's it see it's contradictory no if you say vedanta says it is only absolute one and then i feel in here earth and this and that meaning what it's a very serious question to understand that in the ocean if we look at is it not the heaven and hell whatever created in the surface of the ocean is it the same water when it is added with the force to manifest when it is not manifest see the calm serene ocean but the power is hidden when sometimes it manifest and that every manifestation everything in the cosmos there is no good no bad it is mother that's the ultimate experience but we cannot say in our level if i say this that will be a totally uh, just a word of mouth because i live in duality so so long i live in duality but that's why you have to say ma o oh mother please help me <laughs> ramakrishna said i do not want anything ma i don't want this i don't want this i want love i want devotion i want you i want you i want you so go to a straight easy path of loving mother and getting her grace you cannot fight with mother yes we can fight that with love the children do that no fight with mother but it's with love <laughs> but if there is no love then it it is different but everything the children asking for anything ma said it is no i won't give you no ma you have to give him and no and then even mother is unwilling sometimes she gives so question is that it is the play of the divine mother i in in the beginning i bring forth the father capital f you call god as father who creates i create your god has come because of me so really that is to be understood that that vedanta philosophy that 
the monotheistic idea of God, what is and also the Indian idea of Ishwara, God, the creator God or how it comes. It is Shakti manifesting first and that absolute Satchidananda come down one step, the power manifesting and that is the Divine Mother and that manifests as Avataro in human perspective but in, 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 in our philosophical perspective it is the Ishwara, it is the father in the heaven but father is created by whom? With the Shakti, there is no father, who will be father, who will be mother? If there is no manifestation, so anything coming in manifestation is me, your avataro, that's why avataras come from all the power. Avataras are what? Avataras are human manifestation. But what you call so, so called, called mythical manifestation in our concept of God, the Father in the heaven has no place, no, everywhere. It is nirakara, but saguna with the quality, quality, compassion, protection, all these qualities. In your mantras also you will find that your mantra is divided into three parts. Absolute part, then you find the Shakti part and then you find the Avatara part. Avatara or you may have Krishna, you may have Shiva, you may have Makali. So it is only, only form of different appearance coming first Brahman manifesting through the Shakti out and in the practical life it is coming to the worship, we worship the power, greatest manifestation of our power in the earth. What is that? We worship the avatars, that's why. And someone worships other divine aspects of the power, absolute power. Shiva is my ideal. He is the epitome of all manifestation, control, etc. We, we endow that. But that power percolates from there itself. So this is the beauty of worship of mother. It's with full knowledge if one can do that then it is the whole world is nothing but the manifestation of that sacred serious power. And that power, my source, uh, in the beginning I bring forth the father capital. My source is in the waters, ocean deep. From there I move out towards every creature. And with my stature I reach the sky above. I blow the wind. It is that I that maintain and I that sustain all things in creation. Beyond the heavens and beyond the broad earth, such is the magnitude that I am assumed. So, the whole universe here, it is Devi Shuktam. So, Mother is claiming it is me, it is my power, it is I am in the heaven, I am in the earth. My power swells up. And it's all manifestation of me, wherever we look, how we look. We find that this is the Taittiriya Aranak, this idea, uh, and this Rigveda, this mandala. But after that we find also that in the Upanishadic days, if we find that mother worship is continued, we know that there is a big question came how this world came into being. The sages put that question, King Karanang Brahma, Kutasma Jata, 
So, Kn Upanishad is putting by whom the question is coming by whom Kene Shitang Preshitang Patati Manaha Kena Prano Pratama Praiti Yukta Kena by whom Kena Ishitam desired by whom Preshitam moved by your wished by whom Patati Manaha my mind runs to the objects of the world Kene Shitang Bacham Imang Badanti I am speaking who is the power behind my speech and who is behind our all actions and feelings? That is the very first question. So that is asked in the Upanishads. And the responses came like the story is there. That, that question came, uh, how this universe has come? King Karanam Brahma Kutasma Jata. What is the cause of this Brahman to become manifest? What is the cause? Kutasma, where did he come from? And that response comes, the story goes that in an allegorical story said that the story that, that there is a fight between the gods and the demons. And naturally, it, this time the gods uh, threw away the demons. And when they threw away there, all the generals were sitting together in a meeting uh, in a chamber and glorifying each other. There. So fire god says, you know how I did? I burned everything, whatever came. So that's why they could not fight with us. Then the rain god came, you know, I poured such rain and washed away everybody. So, so everybody, every goddess, uh, gods are praising themselves how powerful they are and what they did in there. And then when they are discussing like that and they found some peculiar type of appearance just appeared before them, not little away, standing before their eyes. His looks does not look like a man or woman, not like a god or goddess, neither man, neither God, what type of this personality? And they are really questioning this. And then Indra, the king of all the kings, he was the minister in charge or the, <laughs> or the governor. <laughs> so he said, oh fire God, hmm? could you go and find out what is this appearance like? And then he went with pride no, to recognize, to understand who is this guy here. <clears throat> looking not like a human, not like Jaksha, not like this, that, celestial being. What is that? And they went and then he was going to ask, who are you? But this Jaksha, he was so grand and powerful. He said, hello my boy, what is your name? They said, my name you are asking, you don't know. I'm the fire god. You're the fire god? What is that? You do not know my power. Hopi imang sarbang daheyam. If I wish, I can burn out this whole earth just like that. Oh, is it so? Okay. Now, here is a piece of straw. Try to burn it. And he said, what? You are a fool. You are talking like that. So, now he went. 
he went to burn a little piece of straw and exercises all power the god of fire exercising all power but it is not getting burnt and then the he got so much really humiliated on with bending head he came back to the conference said i could not recognize what is this guy similarly other god was sent the wind god went i can blow away everything throw away this this little grass and could not do that and then everyone failed then they said indra you are our boss so you please go to recognize then he went but he has little more sense let less arrogant he was humble so as soon as he appeared as soon as he approached that jaksha and jaksha disappeared he was more overwhelmed with this phenomena what is going on then he started sat down there itself to meditate and to really understand what is this what can be this it is it is a deep spiritual significance would be there what is going on and then he found and when he was deeply in meditation then suddenly there appeared bahushobhamanang umam haimavating ma uma we worship mother uma the durga there appeared mother durga mother the first mention in the name of uma haimavati haimavati means you can say hema hema is the gold is a full of gold and ornaments or himavati is the the himalayan uh, is sees lives in the himalayan so that mother appeared and has in an appearing itself then he she asked my boy indra what do you want ask me the indra said ma i don't want anything first tell me what is this appearance which we could not recognize anything then mother said oh my child you don't understand that is the power behind all your that is the brahman the power of brahman through which you only win the war with the demons and then indra got the knowledge that's why he he became the first among the knowers of brahman and that's why he is superior among all the gods so we find that it is the mother appearing to give the knowledge so king karanam brahma why the world has become like that it is you have to go to mother and that type of worship we find in the upanishadic jed about kena upanishad huh? mundaka upanishad we find there is a mention of the mother's different form kali mundaka upanishad says 1.2.4 kali karali cha mane jaba cha sulohita cha dhumra varna phulingini vishwaruchi cha devi leelaya mana iti sapta jiva when you do the fireworks in the home of fire said so flames come up and each there are seven flames he says all these flames are the power mother that is one is kali name is kali another is karali another is manojaba these are the different powers of the cosmos so this is the worship point 
Seta Seta Upanishad says that in 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 innate power of supreme concealed by its own nature that has been mentioned in the Seta Seta Upanishad. <coughs> and they understood what they understood in Seta Seta Upanishad says the yogis meditating they understood in the deep meditation they understood Devatma Shakti, the power of Devatas, the Atma Shakti of the Devatas, Shagunai Niguram, it is established in its own essential nature and that is the cause, Jakkaranani Nikhilani Tani, that is the cause of in this world appearance and Kalatma Juktani with when added with time and space then it become the manifested universe. So, and this is the substratum of all this manifestation. And in the Seta Seta Upanishad, another verse says that supreme reality has no body and no senses. There is nothing equal to that, there is nothing superior to that. That is called the supreme power and it is called the Maya Shakti. And this is the power which manifest in the form of Jnana, Bala and Shakti. Jnana Shakti, intellectual power, Bala Shakti, action and mental Shakti, Mana. So these are the creation of the power which comes from that. Shankarananda, uh, 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 he says that Jnana Shakti, Bala Shakti, Kriya Shakti, three powers. The power, mother's power manifest in three ways in the nature also in everyone. That is Jnana. Jnana means the knowledge, which knowledge, material knowledge also reveals so many things in the material world. Spiritual knowledge also reveals that, that which we don't see. But it, it, it is a revealing aspect, Jnana Shakti. Bala Shakti is the, in our mind, all the enthusiasm, all the... Um, desire to do something good that comes, that excitement, in, in, enrichment with the thought and power that is and clear how to act on the world of duality. So we find that this mother worship is not a, a thing of today but it started in the Vedic Karmakanda time, it went to the Upanishadic time and its worship in the Sakto period it manifested much more strongly and down to the level of Sri Ramakrishna we find that that mother is that mother is the only reality for Ramakrishna yeah, mother 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 there is nothing but mother and Swami Vivekananda who was staunch non-dualist and didn't want to accept anything other than the absolute he also came down and had to accept the mother and the power manifesting in this way is everywhere, a gross, subtle and causal universe, it is all mother. That is the maturity of understanding and spiritual practice actually leads us to that surrender attitude of the Divine Mother, surrender to Divine Mother. We know that two stories I can remember. Sankaracharya, the highest Vedanta teacher, Acharya, he was coming down, coming up after taking a shower in the holy Ganga and going to Shiva temple. 
and he suddenly found that that one mad guy or little crazy guy sitting on a dog and street dog, dirty dog and that guy has collected one thrown away bread from the dustbin and he is eating himself and feeding the dog and blocking the road of the journey, path to leading to the uh, temple. Then Acharya Sankara is coming, he is pure, he has taken a shower, he is like, hey get out of my way, why are you blocking my way? Then that guy actually, though it says terminology is Vishnu, but the power is the same, language is the same. He says, Are, the, the, the mad guy just started talking, you are asking me to move away? You, who, who, who are you? You are Vishnu. I am Vishnu, I mean, you are thinking I am a mad guy, crazy guy. I am a Vishnu, I am the Lord Vishnu. And this cat, dog, you think it is a dog, it is Mala, it is also Vishnu. And I am feeding the dog, Vishnu is feeding the Vishnu. Everything is permeated by Vishnu. Vishnu means which pervades. That pervasive reality is everywhere in the form of whatever you see. A person, action, it is all dirty or sweet and pure or impure, it permeates everywhere. Ramakrishna taught Swami Vivekananda to sing that song. It's so common we hear about that. Swami Vivekananda was in utter financial condition and father died, born in such a rich family and then she could not bear the suffering of the uh, hungry sisters and brothers as a mother also. And then he came to Ramakrishna and said, I cannot bear anymore, you please tell, do something for me. And he said, you don't, what shall I do? You, you, are, a, you are a new Brahmo boy, you don't uh, believe my mother. You believe Brahman is all. So you, what can I do? You don't accept my mother. Then he said, I don't know your mother, I know you. You please do something. Then he said, no, no, no. You, mother will do everything. Today is a good day. So Saturday, you go to mother and whatever you will ask, you will get it. I, I assure you, go. He was not willing to go, but ultimately persuaded by, goaded by him, he went to first time, he is going to see an image. It is an idol, no? Standing before the idol, doing puja. We, had, we did the idol worship yesterday. That was the concept of the young Bengal of that time. That anything you worship, it is idol. What is the god? It is some metallic thing or clay, clay, clay made some item, no? You, you call it mother, you call it worshipper, your object of worship. Then he said, he is not to go to do any worship, but he went and saw. As soon as he entered, he found it is not the stone image. It is a living entity, living mother standing with her eyes glowing, face beaming, her full of love and compassion. And she is radiant and the whole inner sanctum, sanctorium is full of light and illumination. And seeing that, he prayed, Oh mother, give me love, give me devotion, give me 
spiritual wisdom and he came back. Then Ramakrishna said, did you ask? Well, no, I forgot. You forgot? You are begging at me for this, uh, to remove your suffering. And you went to the mother of the universe. And you asked this thing, why not go? Ask what would go again. So he was pushed second time. But whenever he goes there, he sees the divine form and divine manifestation and full of love and blessings and compassion as if she's the queen of the whole universe. And to beg for this petty thing, he could not do that. Second time, third time also, then he came back. But he had the wisdom that his mother controlling the universe, no? And then Sri Ramakrishna said, okay, you have no good luck, what can I do? You have no uh, earthly enjoyment in your life, so you will have coarse food, coarse dress, an ordinary dress, ordinary life. Uh, what can I do? Your fortune is like that, you cannot ask. So, And then he, Ramakrishna taught him this song, uh, which in the beginning of the day start, you, you heard that song sung from there. It said that, Ma tanghi tara, Amar ma tanghi tara, Tumi triguno dhara, Parat para, Ma tanghi tara. So, mother, you are that mother divine, you are embodied with the three gunas, and you are also the supreme reality. You are also immanent. You are in the water. You are in the earth. You are in the root of everything. You are residing in the heart of all. And you are in the, sometimes in the form, sometimes in the formless. You are all the spiritual practices people do. Sandha, Gayatri. You are the mother divine. You are everything. And Ramakrishna sang that song and Naren Vivekananda learned that song from Ramakrishna and sang. And he was so overwhelmed, he started seeing mother everywhere. And whole night staying at Dakshineshwar, this Naren, that time young boy, sang this song. Oh mother, you are Tara. You are embodiment of the three gunas. You are the supreme reality everywhere. You are in everywhere, in the, in the water, in the earth, in the root of every creation. And you are residing in the heart of all. You are in the, in the eyes of everyone. You are akara in the form. You are in that formless and absolute. You are the worship. You are the worshipper. You are everything. Oh mother, you are the Jagadhatri, the upholder of the whole universe. And that is the mother worship can lead us to that experience. From experience of starting from our day-to-day life, suffering and pain and anxieties and worries, where do we go? We go to someone who sympathizes you. No? We go to that person who sympathizes me, who understands my feeling. And that is the mother shakti. Always we know that softness, that love. That unconditional giving, what we get, that is the Divine Mother and that Mother's power. And we always go to a man or woman is not the question. The motherly power, 
that, that love, that intense feeling of protection. Mother gives her life for this baby. She does not think to stop. We have some bad mother I, I hear. Of course, that is not the, our, some bad experience with some mother. That is not the point. Point is mother is mother. Mother is unconditional love. Mother is unconditional protection. There is no one, that's why Ma Sharada also said, know for certain that there is a mother for you. When you are in distress, remember only that I have a mother behind me. What a great assurance. We need that mother and we need to worship that way in our life. That is the mother worship. Thank you all. Next, next Sunday, it will be Swami Sumana Sananda speaking best to the final emancipation. Best to the final emancipation by Swami Sumana Sananda. And the Saturday classes will be as usual. And today, probably, we have no? We have today Navarat chanting, special chanting. It's a special moment. We all uh, build in our headquarters also, in all the centers they do as a part of the Durga Puja. We did it yesterday. It is 7.34 p.m. to 8.22 p.m. today here in this temple. You can come and chant Joy Sri Durga jointly. It is, the, it is called the, this is the time when it is the junction of the eighth day of the war and the ninth day. So that's junction moment. 24 minutes before, 24 minutes after, this 48 minutes, the mother appeared, mother actually appeared and destroyed the demon. Means, it is symbolic. When you destroy the demon in us, demon means negativity, what you call sin, the major Vedanta language, it is the, uh, our not knowing ourselves, that ignorance, that veil, and mother destroys that, our demon goes away, then what happens? The truth reveals. That's why you will find that there will be, in our centers, they put a huge light, symbolic of that illumination comes. The darkness gone, ignorance gone, and the light manifests. So that is the chanting together. Here you can join us today at 7.34 p.m., to 8.22 p.m. Thank you. And I will end with a, another prayer. Om Vedanta Vedyo Paratatto Sumutta Rupa Adhyanta Madhyo Rahita Sutisara Bhuta Ekad Bayahi Parama Prakitistamadda Matar Viraj Satatam Mamarit Saroje Om Shanti 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 O Mother, you are the knower of Vedanta. You are the ultimate reality, the essence of the Upanishads. You have no beginning, no middle or end. You are the nature, Prakriti, the one without a second. O Mother, dwell forever in the lotus of my heart. Om peace, peace, peace be unto us all.
Swami, once a young um, sannyasi asked Holy Mother, did this creation happen all at once or gradually, mm. as in evolution? And she immediately said, all at once. All at once. So, and yet we have evidence of science and yeah. the evolution of nature, etc. Mm. So I wonder if you might comment yeah. on that. Yeah. <coughs> you know, time is relative, no? Modern science accept. Time is relative. It's called God's creation in trice. Boom. It happens. But that boom, Ramakrishna said, do you remember? That there was a sound, tom. And then he said, what is this? Well, who is born? Krishna is born? No, no, Ravana is born. Boom. And another said, boom. A short period. Krishna dead. Ravana dead. Ravana's entire period of his sadhana, performance, showing their power, everything happened so long for us as human. But it is one tom, another tom. He's born, he's dead. So in the eyes, it is time is relative. It is, I think that this is also considered, you know, Hindus have shrad ceremony. Do you know? Shrad ceremony? Shrad, you call shraddha. That's a wrong way of spelling. It is actually Shrad ceremony. Shraddha. Shraddha. But we say Shraddha. That's a wrong interpretation. Shraddha means we offer our oblation. There is Mother Durga Puja. Before that, there's called Mahalaya. That is the day we believe our forefathers, they are waiting for their those who are in the lineage will offer some uh, food or something, that is the ritual they do, and they will be fed by that. So the question comes, they do it only once a year. So how these forefathers, you are feeding them one day some food, and don't do anything for the whole year, what type of uh, uh, this act is this? If you give me food, invite me to come, only today, this, this, and another one year afterwards, and I'm hungry here sitting. How is that? So, but it is not so. Our concept of year and their concept of day is different. He called one day of our forefathers, their period of time is 365 days of our human days. This type of relative conception is also in regular practice. Now, see, we go to dream. When we dream, no? How, how many seconds we dream? But what do we see in the dream? How long we are going through that terrible dream or particularly the <laughs> difficult dreams, no? When you see something which you don't like to see, violence and this and that going on, no? But it, it happens in split second. So it is time is always relative. In that way, in the God's eye, He creates in a 
tries. And in human calculation, it is billions and trillions of years and ages go on. So I think this is the explanation. You know, we give the example in Vedanta. You take 20 petals of uh, what you call the lotus petal. You strike with a nail or a pin, no? It penetrates instantly. But does it not touch every petal in a fraction of a second? So you see from that perspective the nail is or, or pin is penetrating. It's each leaf of the petal has timing, nanoseconds, no? But in one stick we see struck and it gone the other side. So it's relative. In that sense we can make a uh, understanding. And also how time is so relative on your mind. Suppose you are looking after one patient who is very sick and you are the, you have to take care of that in, in alone in a whole night and you love that person. How much stress you feel even one hour means how much? No? But it's one hour. But you feel it so much. And when joyful time comes, fun days come, you are talking to a friend you have not seen for a long time, you talk, 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 talk. Oh, oh already one hour gone. Not one hour, clock has gone one hour. But mentally you think it is only a few minutes. Huh? So that is our mind acts differently. Time is always relative. Time, space and causation, that's why they are related, but they are all relative. The mind is joyful, cheerful, and you are happy. One day goes away in a moment. No? And it is something which I dislike and anything happening, bodily, mentally, emotionally, anywhere, any intellectually, you feel so much stress and you get high pressure and all these reactions coming. Not only the time goes, but the physical reaction uh, comes out. So it is time is relative. That is the, that's why we worship Shiva as Mahakala. Grand time. In that grand time, this coming and going is happening. No. Thank you so much, so much for your wonderful lecture on Holy Mother, or the Divine Mother earlier today. And as you were speaking, it made me think about really just all the horrible things that are going on in the world right now. Mm. There is so much mm. violence and mm. destruction. And sometimes I feel really at a loss for words on how to pray. And I was wondering if you could offer words that we could hmm. have to pray to Mother for. Very, very serious question, yeah. That is the point. What to say? In absolute sense, you take the Vedantic idea and also the idea of the this idea of everything is mother. From that perspective, it is the play of the divine. But we as a human being, uh, if we say it will not be true. 
so long we have our body identity, so long we have our needs and requirements, we feel hungry, we feel suffering, we cannot say that. But what is the way out? If we, Swami Vivekananda said in one place that why people suffer? What is the cause of one kind God creating so much suffering? He gave another beautiful explanation. He said to make you great. Because you will be self-centered, you think of yourself only. Now you think, no, 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 there is so much suffering. Oh my God, what is going on? Whoever is being in the position of this destruction, no? How much anguish, suffering, physical, mental, emotional, lack of food, lack of... and, and also physical torture. So, how can you say it is fun, it is joy, it is... Yeah. We are not in that level. Ramakrishna, so compassionate. Even someone is walking on the grass, he's identifying the pain of the grass. Do you feel or I feel? No. When you walk over the grass, I feel joy because it is soft. I enjoyed that move. move. But Ramakrishna felt the suffering of the grasses and his chest became all... Marked with the boot mark, red, instantly red. And he's paining and crying almost. Two boatmen in a long distance in the middle of the Ganga, they are in fight. And one strong boatman gave a big blow on the uh, weaker one. And Sri Ramakrishna is standing in, on the Ganga, the big, uh, it's called the, the landing ghat, and in front of the Mother Kali's temple. And he cried out, and there is nobody. He cried out such a way that Hridaya, his nephew, was in the shrine, and he saw, Hari, uncle is crying, and he ran and came and didn't find anybody. He said, What happened? Why are you crying? And Ramakrishna showed his back, no? And he says, Fingerprint, five fingerprints, boom, heavy print, all red. and He's crying. He said, who, who did this? Well, no, no one did. In the middle of the Ganga, the two boatmen, one slapped the other. And I feel that. This sensitivity, this oneness feeling is another level. Swami Vivekananda used to say, every joy is my joy, every suffering is my suffering. But we are not in that level of understanding. Come to the most gross and grosser. In a grosser level we are feeling this connection. That is our heart is just expanding. And what to do? You have any power? You have no power. If you have power, do whatever you want to do. You want to send some money? Send to any charitable organization? Or, an, or do whatever you can do. If not, more. Rest of the thing. Oh, mother, it is you who can solve this problem. Or you say, oh, Lord, who you are. Whatever name you give, it matters little. Only, and that makes us spiritual. At the same time, makes us broader. And that is the only purpose. God wants to make us spiritual. Spirituality is not in the temple, only going to the temple and 
and doing some prayer and japa. It should simultaneously develop here in the heart and its expression would be the feeling, the oneness with the sufferer or also the joy of others. Swami Vivekananda has a poem, good, beautiful poem, no? uh, uh, where he said that in search of God in that poem. Uh, I search for thee in every hill and dell in mountain caves. I search for thee and I found uh, nowhere I find it. And suddenly one day I realized that some sweet voice is calling me and I hear, I am here, I am here for thee. Eh? And then what I find? There I find ye, O Lord, you everywhere. And then everywhere, you are everywhere. So you are being serving. Ramakrishna was asked, so much suffering. Then, um, but Ramakrishna said, it is the Lord's play. Lord's play? But it is Lord's play. For our it is a death. Then Ramakrishna said, who are you? If mother is everywhere, everything, who are you? Where do you come from? Why your ego is coming here? You say mother is everything. His mother will mother will understand that. Who are you coming in between? Ramakrishna in the gospel you read this particular reason. Who are you? That means my ego is coming. Okay? So my ego is coming, I and then I have sense of good and bad. And from that perspective I am viewing. It is true. But there is another view on the opposite side. Bhakto, the devotees look at everything differently. Bhakto, the those who are devotees, they took suffering as an opportunity for our spiritual growth. We don't learn so much when there is Hades. But we, sa- we learn more from our difficult times when we go through that. Our inner eye opens up, our questioning comes up, our heart feels differently. Things differently, no? So actually, I, as I said, we have no real response, but I quoted the views as you see in Ramakrishna's life and Samiji's life. Samiji used to actually, could you believe the day of his success, grand success in the life, Chicago Parliament of Religion, that, that day, 11th of September, no? What a grand success. He was, oh, all the people accepted Vivekananda, no? And he's the crown and the helm of uh, name and fame. Fame is the, who can get the praise of so many people at a time, no? An unknown person the other day could not get a place to sleep, no? No place to put his head, no? He is not allowed to be a speaker in the, because he has no uh, credential, no? And he, so many, and the next day, but that night, how he spent? When he was gone to the host, and host gave him the room, and she was given to the beautiful room with beautiful bed and carpet in the floor and all these things. He slept in the floor whole night and cried and cried and cried, not thinking I am what what achievement I have done. He's thinking about how the poor people in the country eh, 
because lack of education, lack of money, lack of this, how to survive. Their suffering made him cry whole night in the, in the, in the top of his glory when people forget everything. Any one of us get a little name, name and fame and pampering of the clapping of the hand of others, we forget. We forget other things. We follow that uh, apparent illusory uh, responses there. Hmm? But that Vivekananda, and Vivekananda has, has to go through the suffering only. Everyone we go. But I don't think that someone should suffer. That is not the point. But point is that it is happening and is a fact of life. Say this world of duality continues like that. Suppose the fish in the ocean, how free are they? They have not done anything wrong to anyone. But a trailer goes and catches fish. Hundred ton of fish has been caught. The trailer, they are very happy we got hundred ton. Look at the life of the Every fish, what they are saying, my mom is gone, my sister is taken away, my daughter is gone, and what did we do, oh Lord, what, I didn't do anything, no? And, and they are saying, oh, I, were, I was in the ocean, I didn't do any harm to anyone, and I was caught, and see, brutally they are killing me, out of my water, and then they are selling me. So, if you look the reality of life, things are going on like that. So we do not understand why, what. But this is happening. It is a statement of fact. That's why Vedanta says, Maya. Or, I feel for it, pray to God, and improve their own sensitivity. So, Michael, have anything? Yes. Mm. No, it is a. You know, it is really some people are really could not sleep. Some are their own people are killed or done, gone. This, that. Yeah. It's a. But this is a fact of life. People give reason for this and that, it is correct, it is incorrect, whatever. Eh? In philosophically said, one person is killed means the whole humanity is killed. Eh? These are the language, sweet languages. And good people talk about that. But when these things go on, who can justify what? And not justification even. Things are happening. It is an alarming call for all of us, what we want in life. What is priority in our life. Thank you, Maharaj. I really enjoyed your lecture, and I'm looking forward to hearing it again next week in Tribuco. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I don't really have a question. I just wanted to say I'm really glad you reminded, in response to that great question about what Tukor says when people say, 
well, we're, God's playing, but we're suffering. When I read that and when you reminded me about, he says, yeah, but who are you? Hmm. It, it really does offer me a lot of, it helps me. It, it offers comfort that we're not alone in this. It's not like we're all suffering and God is just watching and having fun. God is sporting and playing through us and he's part of it and he's imminent and he is participating. It's not like we're alone and this is, you know, who are you really? Mm. Yeah. So thank you for reminding us. Thanks. Yeah. So long we are the realm of this duality, so many questions remain unsolved forever. But as you said, when by Mother's grace the wisdom or the eye opens, then it is all joy. Ramakrishna. So I'm, I said the one side of the story, no? And one day Ramakrishna was walking, he gave an example that one small boy, he got a grasshopper, catch it. And he has a broomstick, he's putting his body through. Ramakrishna saw that and he clapped his hand. Oh Lord, what a play, you are putting, you are creating your own problem. The grasshopper is God, the boy is God. The boy is putting the, the broomstick through his body, penetrating the body. What a pain for the grasshopper, what a fun for the boy. In the war, you know, when they feel, oh, I did it. And on the other side, oh my God, what you did? But who to say? This is very many, uh, many grand example of duality, how it one level and another level. Ramakrishna standing here on a higher level. Here also standing with the suffering. Here also standing with the suffering, but seeing <coughs> from another angle, it is all God's play going on. God in the hopper, grasshopper. God in the child. God in the stick. We say, no. Brahmarpanam, Brahmahavi. What is, what is Brahman? Brahman, the hand is the Brahman. The food you are taking, that is Brahman. You are putting in the mouth. The digestive system, it is, it is Brahman. The digestion is Brahman. And the end result, what comes, is Brahman. That means, there is nothing but Brahman. See, we call, in a mother's language, everything is mother. It's just, they only can resolve this problem. But before that, so when even realized soul comes down, that's why they become so a world of his own. But to bring this philosophy that that is the nature. God is all love. And he plays in when you play, you know, it is it is for us in the Gani's outlook, it is all play. We we, we when you watch horror TVs Horror movies are not, they played, photograph has been taken, but somebody had to play. Even the stunt girls are there, stunt people are there, they break through the wall and penetrate, and someone has to hit that. They do with reality. Though you are seeing that, that 
uh, it has happened. It is nothing fun. We are seeing in the movie hall, we are seeing the fun. But it has happened with somebody. During play also. But the players, what they think? Ah, it's the fun, I played it. But to me, it is really, I cannot sleep. If I see certain things, I cannot sleep. Then my sensitivity is like that. But from the part of the players who know that we are playing, but if you know you are playing, you cannot play. If you know that you have to kill somebody, you will not do. But you imbibe the position of a killer and then take a sword and go and stab. And you know I am not really killing, but I will make a show of it. But that hurts also. The, doing those play, they sometimes hit each other. Then, then, then sorry, 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 don't mind it. So it is the, for the, that's why Panchodushi. Hmm? Okay, so let us pray for some time. <laughs> Thank you.